this week on the time lapse show. So you have your camera, you've got all this amazing gear, and you are ready to shoot some amazing time lapse media. But suddenly your camera is saying, well, wait, should you be shooting at 24 frames a second? Or do you want to shoot at 30 frames a second? What's all this frame rate stuff? And which frame rate should you be filming at for quality time lapse media? Let's talk about that on this week's episode of the Time Lapse Show. Hello, fellow time lapsers. I'm video producer and photographer Steve Barth, and this is show number 18. Welcome to a noisy plane coming overhead. So as I said, as I start out the show, this week I really want to talk about frame rates, and I really want to talk about frame rates appropriate, especially for time-lapse producing and time-lapse media. Now, there's going to be a lot of confusion out there. Do we shoot at 24 frames a second or 30 frames a second or 23.97 or 29.97 or 48 or 60? There's so many frame rates out there. So let's talk frame rates for time lapse. What exactly is frame rate? One of the best things I like to explain it as is you think back to our old days when we had those flip books uh, of, like, of animation and a whole bunch of you know, each page has a picture on it. And you take and you flip through that book and it looks like there's movement as you're going through the book. How fast you flip through that book, however many pages you see every second could be considered frame rate. It's simply how fast each frame is displayed on the screen that's going to simulate movement in your final product. Now, really to understand how all this came to be, we need to understand the history of it. I know history can be a little bit boring sometimes, so I'm not going to go into a ton of detail, but suffice it to say that when films were first being created, I'm talking back in the era of, say, 1890 to 1915, somewhere in that range, when films were being shot, they were being shot hand-cranked. So you have a camera operator, and he's just cranking the camera and that's how the film is running through the camera. It wasn't at all automated. So cameramen weren't really judged necessarily on how they're framing shots. They're judged by how consistently they can run that crank through the machine. Now, that lends itself to a lot of comedies. And you notice a lot of old films are comedies. And some of that comedy comes because the characters are slowing down and speeding up at kind of irregular, weird times. That's wasn't always intentional. That was just the speed, the inconsistent speed of the operator running that hand crank through the camera. Now, after about 1915, they started automating cameras. And newsflash, film production companies can be somewhat cheap. It's, it's expensive to produce films with everything that goes into them. So what they said is, as we are automating, as we're motorizing these cameras and the, this crank system, what is the minimum number of frames that we can run through the camera so that it still looks like fluid, solid motion? Uh, the more frames we run through the camera, the more film we use, and therefore the more the costs go up and up and up. And they decided that the, the minimum number of frames to keep everything looking great was 18. And so that, that became the standard for a while. Now, once 1927 hit, suddenly there was a new component here. There was sound now being mixed into videos and into films. And sound was not syncing correctly with 18 frames a second. It just it wasn't keeping up. So the industry had to say, all right, what's going to be our new standard? What's, again, the very minimum that we can get away with uh, as far as frame rate 
so that the sound syncs up with the film. And that became 24 frames a second. That became the standard. Films everywhere were suddenly shot at 24 frames a second. That's 24 images flashing in front of our eyes in sequence every second, which gives us that nice fluid motion. Now, everyone, like I said, became used to this. This was the standard. When you watched a film, you had a certain look that was happening on the screen thanks to 24 frames per second. And what happens now is that when people introduce other frame rates, faster frame rates, people say, well, that doesn't look right. That, that looks weird. What's wrong with this picture? Now, in the early 1950s, a new medium came along which really changed things, and that was television. And specifically, color TV, you know, in the late 50s, when that came out, 24 frames a second wasn't working with how TV was broadcast. Now, I could go into a lot of deep explanation, which we really don't need to understand for sake of conversation here on the Time Lapse Show, but things weren't working with 24 frames a second being broadcast over the airwaves. So they had to come up with a new standard for television, which ended up being 30 frames per second. Now, with films, like I said, these are shot at 24 frames a second. Now, one of the reasons that looks convincing to us is in between each frame, let's say the actor is moving from here to here within the, the you know, from this frame to this frame. There's going to be a natural bit of blur going from this action to this action. That is called motion blur. And our eyes, when we see things naturally, we're, our eyes and our brains automatically add a little bit of motion blur in. 24 frames a second happens to add just enough motion blur into a picture so that it looks natural with what our eyes are used to seeing. Now, at 30 frames a second, there's going to be a little bit less motion blur. The, the picture is going to be crisper. It's going to be sharper, which is why footage shot for television is going to look completely different from footage shot for film. It could be colored the same. It's just the way that it looks. So think of it this way. You're, you're watching a film. It's going to have a certain aesthetic look to that, that, that image. And then you turn on your TV and you watch sports program on television. It looks completely different. It's crisper. It's sharper. The, the movement looks different. That's because of that standard. That's because it's being shot at 30 frames a second versus 24 frames per second. And the amount of motion blur that's in there. TV, crisper, sharper. Movies have a little bit slower frame rates and a little more motion blur. Now, one of the best ways that I saw this recently, my kids were watching a show last week on the Disney Channel, and there was a promo on there for Mary Poppins Returns. There was stuff shot in like a studio setting where you've got the show hosts and they're interviewing the actors and the behind-the-scenes people, and the behind-the-scenes footage looked a certain way. And then they'd cut over to shots from the film, and it looked completely different. It's not that it was just color different. It's the style of that video that looks completely different. Studio, 30 frames a second, versus film, 24 frames a second. So the question that you need to ask yourself is, what kind of look do I want in my time lapse? Do I want something that's gonna look more like what I would see on a cinema screen? Cinematic, a little more motion blur as things happen? Or do I want 30 frames a second, which is going to give a little bit, uh, it's going to look a little bit smoother. Now, you've got to be careful because if you up the frame rate too much, yes, things will get smooth, but our eyes will say, something's wrong with this. It looks, looks a little bit wonky. 
A good example of this was when Peter Jackson's The Hobbit came out a few years ago. If you remember, they had two different versions of the film available in theaters to really test and see what people would accept. There was the 24 frames per second, just the regular Hobbit, which you could go see. And it looked like a film and you know, all's good there. And then they had the 48 frames a second version, which people went to and they came out saying, wow, that looked really weird. The, the motion was too smooth. It looked almost like a soap opera. I, I've seen the 48 films now, and I, I think, you know, Pete is someone that is always trying to kind of, like, um, uh, cross boundaries. And uh, I don't think he does it, you know, he certainly doesn't do it kind of for badness or for fate. He does it because he thinks that's the next stage. And I think that in a few years' time, we'll be watching 48 a lot. Of course, people have the option of 48 or 24. I love the 48, actually. I thought it made it very immediate. Um, I know some people have different views. And that's the problem. If you up the frame rate too much, it looks too smooth. Our eyes say, that doesn't look natural. There's not enough motion blur. It looks like a soap opera. And it loses that production value that we associate with films. This time I saw it in 48 frames per second. And oh my God, that is weird. I'm like, okay. I mean, I, look, I know that there's things you could do at 48 frames per second that you can't do at 24 frames per second. I know that it's a lot clearer and all that. Shit, but it is difficult as a guy who has been watching movies at 24 frames per second for years and years so if you up your frame rate too much you're going to get a soap opera effect and that may not be what you want from your footage now one of the things we run into here in the world of video production is there's a lot of other frame rates that are out there uh you might get confused because saying, do I go 24 frames a second or do I go 23.97 frames a second? Or do I go 30 frames a second versus 29.97? As a time-lapse media producer, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Those frame rates exist to help sync sound into video. And you're not syncing sound into a time-lapse video unless the sound you're wanting is, you know, the background is going because it's you know sped up so much. Traditionally, we're adding in our own music. We're adding in our own sound. We're not using the natural sound that we're recording. So we don't have to sync up things. Therefore, really the only two frame rates that matter to us as time-lapse producers are 30 frames a second and 24 frames a second. So what you need to do is you need to ask yourself again, what kind of media do I want to produce? Do I want something that looks like what I'd see in the cinema? Do I want to produce something that looks like what I would see on TV? with higher, crisper, clear frame rate and less motion blur. Now, when do you need to make this decision? You need to make this decision when you are shooting. So as you fire up your camera and you get your settings set to do a time-lapse, um, unless you're taking a bunch of pictures and you're doing it that way, if your camera is processing the image, it's going to want to know what frame rate do I shoot at, 24 or 30? That's when you need to make the decision then that decision needs to be consistent with your editing software. When you start up a new project, the first thing it's going to want to know is, what frame rate do I process this at, 24 or 30? Uh, when you export that media, it's going to want to know frame rate, 24 or 30. So you need to be consistent. If you've shot something at 24 frames a second, you need to make sure to edit it at 24 frames a second, and likewise with 30. Because if you take something you shot at 24 frames a second, and you edit it in a 30 frames a second timeline, it's, it's not going to translate very well. It's not going to be nice, smooth, crisp, clear footage that you want. So make sure you're consistent. Whatever you shoot at, 
make sure you edit at. So again, really bottom line, this comes down to the style that you personally would like. There's no right or wrong answer here. Uh, there's You don't have to shoot 24 frames a second versus 30. It's really whatever you want, what you want that style to be. The biggest thing, like I said, is to be consistent. Whatever you shoot in, make sure you're editing in that same number as well. And again, you don't have to worry about all the decibel numbers, the 23.97, because we're not syncing audio. For you as a time-lapse producer, there's two numbers, 24, cinematic, 30, television look. If you bump it up too far, it's going to look like a soap opera, and that may not be what you want. So focus on 24 or 30, make the decision, and then go with it. So that brings up this week's question of the week, which is simply, what frame rate do you prefer to use? Do you prefer to use 30 frames a second, or do you prefer to use 24 frames a second? And why is it that you've made that choice? Which one do you prefer over the others? And what is it about that that you particularly like? So that said, let's wrap up the show for this week. Remember to follow us on all things social media. All the information is right down here as far as which social media accounts that we're on, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that good stuff. Send me a quick email if you want to ask a question for the show. Email address is right down here, show at thetimelapseshow.com. You can also call the voicemail 541-321-0472 if you'd like to be featured on air to have that question answered. Remember to answer the question of the week. Remember to leave us reviews on iTunes, all that good stuff you hear in all the podcasts. And with that, go grab a camera and speed up the world.